I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zane. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C at your service. Romoran also going to be in this episode. No Chino Liao. He's... Uh benched himself basically because this episode was recorded uh, while Chino had gone through several consecutive nights of staying up way too late in Pacific time zone so sabi niya I'm gonna sit this one out let you guys do this for now and because Chino does need his sleep and we gotta protect his health we obliged so it's gonna be me and Ro on this special audio only episode episode number 407 and this is a collaboration with our friends and fellow podcasts from off the record with Migs and Cheska. So that being said, we've got Migs Bustos and Cheska Liton Kalau, two of my friends from the sportscasting industry. They're dropping by and we're talking about their wrestling fandom because yes, even people with more professional careers in broadcasting can actually be wrestling fans. So Migs is a bit of a lapsed fan. He uh, was a huge, huge fan from back when he was in grade school and high school. And then at some point, he fell off because for him, it just stopped being cool. But now that he's working in sports casting, he's had many encounters with wrestlers, including the likes of Charlotte Flair and The New Day. And he talks about that in this episode. Meanwhile, if you've been following my radio and podcasting career, you should know that Cheska Litoncalo is one of my closest friends in the industry and she and I have had some encounters with wrestlers together. For starters, uh, we got to interview Xavier Woods on the radio um, at Wave 89.1 back when Woods was here in November of 2018. Uh, Cheska's also interacted with the PWR wrestlers that I brought over to Wave back when, well, one, we could go to the station and board physically and two, when we could actually have live wrestling shows pre-pandemic. So yeah. Um, Cheska's also got some really good stories about shooting at Makati Cinema Square 
RIP Makati Cinema Square Arena um, with the MWF wrestlers when they were shooting a promotional video for Netflix Philippines back when they were pushing glow. So those are good times and Cheska remembers them fondly. All of that is going to be part of this episode. Before we get to our main event though, let me tell you about one of these special offers we've got for you just because you're a listener of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. If you love your online shopping, then you can check out the many finds over at Zalora and you can get 25% off plus 10% cashback for a minimum purchase of 1,999 pesos. All you got to do is use our promo code WRESTLING. Just one word. I don't even have to spell it because it's wrestling. For a minimum purchase of 1,999 pesos, you get 25% off and 10% cashback. So go ahead and use our promo code wrestling on Zalora right now. Let's get right to it. Our main event awaits. Here's the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast collab alongside Off the Record with Mix Bustos and Cheska Liton Kalao. For our first audio-only episode for the month of May, we're really excited to be talking to a couple of fellow podcasts here on Podcast Network Asia. There are also a couple of my friends from the broadcasting industry, so please welcome to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, Cheska Litankalo and Mix Bustos of Off the Record. How's it going, friends? Hey. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Thanks, hey guys. For Thanks for having us. Yeah, um, I've been excited to do this and Kaminina Ro and Chino, I was not with us because we're uh, recording this while Chino's still in the US, so um, it, it's way too late for him. Uh, we've been talking among ourselves about how we can best uh, integrate Migs and Cheska into the podcast because, correct me if I'm wrong, but you guys identify as casual or lapsed fans of wrestling. Yes. yes. More of lapsed. <laughs> yes, Same. more of lapsed. Yeah. That's not a problem. Yeah, it's not a problem. In fact, I'm not surprised because both of you are very busy, incredibly accomplished uh, sportscasters in your respective wow. fields, Diba. Right? <laughs> For those who aren't familiar with Cheska's career, she's a longtime PBA courtside reporter and a uh, <laughs> a legend no. as Migs is no, no. Uh, displaying no, on the no. Zoom call if right now. You can see no. my gesture no. right now. Oh, he's doing the no, the bow. The we're not worthy. Do this to me. Oh, <laughs> and, what did I ever do to you? And everyone who's looked through my Twitter knows that I affectionately call her legend. As for Migs, of course, you know him best from his tenure with ABS-CBN Sports. Uh, he did host Game Time for a good number of years, won a lot of awards in the process, and also interviewed a, a good few wrestlers who have competed here in the Philippines. So that's a quick background on the two of them. But let's get to know you guys as wrestling fans, whether lapsed or casual, however you want to call it. Let's start with Cheska. Um, what was your first touch point with pro wrestling? Probably, well, my brother. Uh, my eldest sibling was obsessed with wrestling when he was younger. And he would practice random wrestling moves on me at one point or another during my childhood. Like, I would get suplexed. I would get, like, it was just, like, he would just, like, come out of nowhere and pick me up and, like, flip me over and do stupid crap like that. Was it Kusbunsuka? So, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not surprised? But uh, other than that, um, you know someone else in my uh, extended family loves wrestling. So my cousin, who was a lot younger, I don't know how much younger, Mikers is. I'm so, Veronica is. I'm sorry, but my cousin was obsessed with wrestling. I remember going over to my aunt's house, and he would have this WWE. It was a 
it was a plastic ring, a Royal Rumble ring, and then he would put all his wrestling figures in the ring and he would press something and it would start shaking. So all the wrestlers would start bouncing around. So I remember that was like a Royal Rumble toy or something like that. Yes, um, yes. I remember yeah. that on her Facebook. Okay. She actually wrote that it was a Royal Rumble branded yes. playset. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I remember so, that then. So now that she's... Uh, I, I believe she's now still with MWF. Yes, 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 that's correct. Yes, and I got to shoot something with MWF because it was connected to wrestling as well. Other than that, uh, I would watch religiously like during high school up until my college days. And unfortunately, life got in the way, so I never really got to follow as much. Yeah, you became the legend, but you became the Cheska Litton. So. <laughs> she became BC9. Oh, <laughs> daming projects, daming shoots. Mga Uno magazine yung mga ganun, di ba? Bait-bait ka sa'yo. Yung classic Uno magazine. <laughs> di ba? Have, have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yun yung ano, pinausin ng Uno magazine, yung mahaba. Mahaba yes, sir. klase, tapos mat yung ano. Mat yung mga pages. <laughs> Alright, since we're throwing it back, let's throw it to Migs and throw it back to the origins of your wrestling fan. What was your first exposure naman to pro wrestling? Wow, you know what? Uh, you know, Cheska telling her story takes me back to my childhood. Actually, talaga malaking influence sa akin yung uh, older brother ko. Uh, of course, it was televised back then. Regularly tele- televised, pero delayed. Diba? But we would still appreciate that. And the internet was just coming to life for the general consumer. And uh, there would be like mga spoilers. Hmm. Diba? Ano ba mga nangyari dito? Ano nangyari? Diyan mga predictions din. But siguro talaga ang heavy ako nun, I have this background, Zoom background guys, it's raw is war. Yeah. During those days and then eventually to Attitude Era, we would videotape. Actually, the first wrestling event that I really watched, yung talaga naging engrossed ako was WrestleMania 12. So, of course, Iron Man match. Um, I forget lang the intercontinental title match between that time. Basta, of course, Iron Man match, Shawn Michaels, videotape, Survivor Series 1997, videotape, Bad Blood, everything i would i remember i played my action figures until i was third year high school and i didn't have the bougie bougie uh you know ring rings that yeah. you would buy from the states my my brother he actually made a ring out of cardboard wow tapos yung oh yung ropes namin was made out of yarn <laughs> so red red yarn etc then I would have my own my own names for my action figures. Hindi siya resting action figures. Ah. I it can be like toys from like Ghostbusters, Batman. They would have their own names and add to the Jim Ross commentary. You know, all the works talaga. As in, para na-realize ko nun, nung third year high school ako, sabi ko, at hanggang ngayon, ginagawa ko pa rin to. Alam <laughs> mo, umiinom na ako nun. <laughs> Di ba? Pumaparty na ako nun. Tapos, nagre-resting pa rin ako sa hapon. Especially, tumigil lang ako nung finally tinapon na ng mom ko yung mga action figures ko. No! Si Paris, no! She was like, she was like, kanat lang yan! <laughs> so, yun. Nawala na rin siya along the way. Pero, yeah, you know, ngayon, during the the quarantine when I would go to YouTube and like, you know, madataan ako yung mga ibang wrestling ng mga classics. Like the ones you upload on Facebook. I still watch them. So parang sabi ko, solid to. Solid to gira na lang. As for me. 
All right. Uh, let, how about you, mga wrestlers? Na you really attached yourselves to at the peak of your wrestling fandom. With you, Cheska, who were the names that really stood out to you? <laughs> the guys that you would root for, come hell or high water. Okay, wait. There's a difference between the wrestlers I was attached to and the wrestlers that I would root for. Which one do you want to go with? Ikaw <laughs> attached to. We, we can go oh, both. Pogi. Mga pogi. <laughs> Joke lang. Oh gosh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Pabebe pa to eh. <laughs> Kasi, dalawa yung difference eh. Di ba? Root for and attached to eh. Alam na eh. Yeah, I know. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so I absolutely loved the era of The Rock and Stone Cold. Hmm? In the many, many matches where, obviously, The Rock and Stone Cold had their own rivalry, but that period where Stone Cold would just pop up out of nowhere and save the Rock's ass. Kilig na kilig ako doon. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah let's go! Because <laughs> um, at the time, Shane McMahon and Vince McMahon were teaming up against the Rock. Like, they would do all these underhanded tricks to make sure that the Rock was at a disadvantage, that sort of thing. And then Stone Cold would suddenly pop up. I believe that was like one... Re- there was one WrestleMania that the Rock was... I'm not sure who he was fighting, but I think Shane McMahon was the referee. And obviously, with Shane as a referee, he was making all these non-calls or like pulling all these stunts and whatever. And then I guess like I don't know, the, the Rock was already down and out, and Stone Cold comes running out of nowhere and kicks everyone's asses. And then uh, he throws the Rock a can of beer, and then they crack it open and then toast and then chug it. I really wish I could fact check this because coming in row, we we kind of entered into our fandoms after that era. Yeah. So that's. Uh, like like ruthless aggression na kami, which is like mid 2000 so um yeah. whenever people come on the podcast and they they reminisce about the rock and stone cold days we're, we're just like yeah yun yung napapanood namin on youtube alam mo like we don't have Lovely. as much of a personal connection to it which Thank is i guess for aging me but no, no, no. so i mentioned this to say <laughs> na i guess baligtad tayo like for you guys naman the current stuff is probably something you'd randomly chance upon on social yeah. media like on facebook or youtube whereas for yeah. us that's something we still religiously watch yeah. So for you, Cheska, you were super attached to The Rock okay. and Stone Cold. Would, but who did you root for? I would for? root for them. Sorry, sorry. Okay. No, this is wrong. I would root for The Rock and Stone Cold. The attachment, though. <laughs> sorry, guys. Like, Triple H's entrance with the water and everything. I thought that was so hot. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> Time to play the game. <laughs> and you know, that shit won't fly in the COVID era anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that was such a fun era, though, because obviously that was the DX era as well. And I actually felt a little heartbroken when I found out he was married to Stephanie McMahon in real life. But um, <laughs> <laughs> bad boy <laughs> Interesting. This is the first time, no, Rona, we've had uh, a, a female guest who openly admitted to having a crush on Triple H. Yeah, we've had people. Very I mean, short-lived. <laughs> I mean, we've had people who have crushes on Shane McMahon, but uh, really? not Triple H. Yeah. yeah, not Triple H. No. Even with the I nose? I mean, Shane was evil. Wow, affected parenting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's throw it to Migs here. Who were the wrestlers that you were really rooting for, naman, at the peak of your fandom? Peak of my fandom, Shawn Michaels, talaga. Mm. I remember when I was mm. in maybe maybe around two thousand two, I would have this documentary. I Google ko nga I think it was Heartbreak and Triumph. I don't know. I don't know yeah, if that was a that's documentary. A book. 
That's a book pala, sorry. But there was a documentary. Parang DVD siya eh. uh-huh. I shared this with my good friend Enzo. Nung high school kami, we were like big Shawn Michaels fans. Uh, yun kasi talaga din siguro because the roots of like WrestleMania 12, 13, 14. Peak siya nun eh. Diba? Shawn Michaels, Brad Hart, Survivor Series during that time. Rooting for... Uh, I was rooting for, of course, Stone Cold. Um, I don't know... Grabe rin yun when you look back and yung injury na before that was around 97 with Owen Hart. Yeah. The neck injury and then Bret Hart also. For some reason, see see The Rock, you know, The Rock, Rocky Maivia. I rooted oh for him during his debut. Gracious. Survivor Series 1997. He was first out of the gates. I think it was an intercontinental title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yun, parang, wow, Rocky Maivia, it's like Nation of Domination, The Rock, etc. I remember three weeks ago, I, I was searching on YouTube the best rock entrances. Because I'd always get goosebumps when he goes back. Hollywood okay. star na siya nito eh. Uh, Tapos mm. he would always go back for some special appearances. So yun, it was for me heavily Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, and The Rock. I get attached to, meron din ganun eh. Um, alala ko, that, that was your rooting for. Yeah. But I'd get attached to like, kunwari, actually Sable, Sorry, okay. Sobrang old school, of course. Sable. No, that's fine. But diba? we have to be fair. We asked for chess. Uh, we asked for Cheska's crushes in wrestling, so it's yeah. only right that we ask for yours. <laughs> oh, because ano she OG she with Mark Merrow. Eh. Yeah. yeah. Parang sila yung ano nun, eh, tandem. So Sable, she was like the first. It's ganda niya talaga. That was for me. Trish Stratus. Yeah. Oh my Sable goodness. Trish Stratus for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. I mean, a lot of people now consider Trish the goat of women's wrestling. So, you know, uh, there's a reason why she's still um, in the conversation. But yeah, mm-hmm. dun sa fandom ninyo, uh, sabi niyo na at some point, probably in your teenage years, you, you fell out of it. But before you fell out of it, was there ever a point where the glass was shattered and somebody told you that wrestling was fake? Of course. So what was that moment like for you, Cheska? Oh, I held on till my last... Like, I held on for as long as I could. I was in denial for the longest time. I was like, no, no, this can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> after a while, you're like, all right, you're getting older. It's time to let go. <laughs> <laughs> But what was, the, what, what was the moment? Like, did you come across like an I, article or did you watch something na parang, oh, parang that's not as believable as the other stuff I used to watch? I mean, when the storyline started getting crazier and crazier, it was just kind of... I mean, was it Kane kidnapping Stephanie McMahon? Or was it... What are those rant? Like, it was just... Oh, tingin na nga, tatanggapin ko na. <laughs> was it like... Uh, okay, so like, let me uh, give an example of a story from that era. Was it like Mark Henry and Mae Young giving birth to a hand? Was it that level of crazy? Or was it... No, it didn't have to reach that point. Like, that... Insanity before okay. I accepted it. I have, before that happened. So you didn't have to wait for like the the storyline where like Triple H was humping a corpse. No, I I honestly don't remember the exact moment I realized it wasn't real, but it was pretty much early on. Okay, how about you, Migs? Uh, at what point did the glass shatter for you? So, ano, I forget to, ano, tama, Stephanie McMahon actually had a huge, the biggest crush on her. <laughs> nung medyo fresh nun. Sorry, ah, for the chicks talaga siya, eh, nung, nung, nung mga time na lumalabas siya. Eh. It's true. Chicks until, now siya, until now naman. Until now naman, until now naman, di ba? He's got that big MILF energy. Yeah, 
Wow, yeah. guys. So, so, guys. <laughs> Come on. So, na-disappoint. Ako naman, na-disappoint ako nung, ay, kasal pala siya kay Triple H. Oh, <laughs> man. So, yun pala yun. So, um, for me, the glass shatter. Actually, it was, ano naman eh. Correct me if I'm wrong, ha. I don't think WWE or any wrestling outfit ever admitted that, oh, guys, fake to, ha. Mm-hmm. It it was about like uh, during the Attitude Era, they had this campaign, uh, they had this line. So, parang we we you know, but saying line on is like don't try this at home. Yeah, don't yeah. try this at home. Don't try this at home. Pero para meron silang lines of like we risk our lives. Yes. Yeah, thinking ago namin. It's it doesn't mean that it's not real. It's not fake. You So I think by that subtle messaging. Para alam mo na eh, may ganun na eh. And same with Cheska na, when I found out na parang ganun, like I was in denial, it wasn't really a glass shattered, pero more yeah. of like slowly crumbled parang ganun lang for me. But I think it was also the fact that they marketed themselves as sports entertainment. Right. And not sport. Sport. Right. So you know, like with entertainment, it's such a broad word, but it already says so much. The fact that they always had to attach entertainment to the word sports. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I remember that the very first, I think, public instance where Vince McMahon went on the record to say that wrestling was sports entertainment was in the early '90s when Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. got involved in the steroid trials. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it was also related to was it a Jimmy Snuka charge row something uh, like that? Can't remember. I don't think so. But you're right about the steroid trial. Right, right, right. So, so there, the steroid trials. Uh, that's where Vince was forced by the U.S. Parang Sports and Gaming Commission or whatever to to come forward and say that it's a predetermined um, activity. Uh, para malegitimize sila as an entertainment outfit as opposed to a regular professional sporting league. So, mm-hmm. so for a lot of fans in that era, I guess that was their glass shattering moment. But you guys both mentioned that there was that denial that you really wanted to. Hold on to that um, disbelief or the illusion about wrestling. So, uh, why did you even get attached to it? Kung ganon, like, what was it about wrestling that made you want to hold on to that hope, Cheska? Because it was so entertaining, <laughs> and right. that the, the obviously characters in wrestling are either hit and miss, but when they do hit it, they hit it right out of the park. I loved what they. The charisma of The Rock, I'm sorry, you still can't beat that. The the way Stone Cold electrified an entire stadium, you can't replicate. Like, it's so hard replicating that. I, I'm attached to these people because I remember how I felt every time I would, would watch them step into the ring. And whatever storylines they were given, they would sell it like crazy. How about you, Migs? Uh, why did you want to hold on to that hope that it's wrestling? Parang ano, medyo gets ko na siya na ano. Meron akong newfound appreciation for it. Nakatulong talaga yung yung coverage na yun. It brought me back to my childhood and why I liked it in the first place. Nung pumunta sila dito around 2019, New Day, Charlotte Flair, and the roster, Roman Reigns was there pa. Yeah. Sabi ko, dun, as a casual, casual fan ha? casual sports fan, dun ko lang nakita yung niche ng wrestling fandom sa Pilipinas. Everybody would have legitimate belts, mm-hmm. you know. Um, my brother-in-law. Um, sorry for for, for this. Uh, my brother-in-law is a big wrestling fan. No, no, let's get and, into it. Yeah, this yeah, is a good diba? story. And, and before, siguro around few years, few years ago, na nahilik siya sa pag-shop online. See, of course, my relatives the states, papadala dito, and he would buy belts, and he would carry those belts in occasions on our wedding, <laughs> my wedding, <laughs> my wedding. He memorized this whole 
whole speech of like how my wife and I are, are a tag team. And in the end of his Aww. speech, he unveiled a tag team SmackDown tag team championship belt. <laughs> nice. Real. I just don't have it now. I can send you a picture. Ito ba yung blue tapos silver yung plata? Then, sorry, sorry. Hindi pala. Uh, undisputed. Undisputed. Ah. Oh, okay. Undisputed. Pero hindi siya legit. Ah. As in like yung pag-kids. Yung toy. Okay. Yeah. Yung toy. Yeah. Sure, sure. Mahal naman that, talaga yung malaki. Diba? And even before that, he 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 brought his own. And he'd be go crazy, go wherever. Just like, yeah, yeah, ganun lang siya. And it's like, parang gago to. Pero ano yun? Nung, nung, nandun ako, nung nandun ako sa Araneta Coliseum, nung actual na nag-live, and I found newfound respect for, for for the fandom in the industry. Parang, wow. So legit. Bakit, Mix? Like, what was it about the fandom that made you gain this newfound appreciation? It's the passion, eh. Alam mo yun. Yeah. Um, siguro within the sports world, any type of sport, you should be passionate about. Yeah. Basketball, volleyball, whatever it is. Wrestling is a yeah. sports entertainment. Yeah. So for me to answer that question, I don't think my fandom would have died if it were for the access. Siguro slowly mm. ako never, kumbaga, nag slowly nag-dip yung viewership kasi access. It, it, was, so, it was so ironic na mas napapanood siya nung delayed siya. Pero nung mga panahon na slowly in Pilipinas nagkakaroon ng access to live events, parang medyo doon na wala. I don't know, TV rights, whatever. But if it stayed as like a mainstream platform for people to watch it, yeah. I would have continued. Also in terms of ambassadors for the sport, because my earliest memories of wrestling, we had like Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. Um, and then uh, the next era, we had again The Rock, uh, Stone Cold, and I believe after that was John Cena. That's right. Already um, Batista. Batista, and of course, it made an even bigger deal when Batista came out here for SmackDown. This right. was uh, while I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. Was that 2000? Oh my goodness, was that 2006? <laughs> yes, I was at that show. <laughs> Do you like to know that I was 16 at the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Congrats, good job. Good job on staying young. Anyway, uh, I remember being in Araneta and when Batista finally came out, mm-hmm. uh, when he jumped up onto the ropes, I don't know if you remember this, Stan, his Filipino flag tattoo, like he started doing this. Yes, I remember that vividly. That to me was just mind blowing. <laughs> there always has to be someone representing any particular sport that people can either relate to or admire. And hope, I think, unfortunately, after the John Cena era, I, if you ask me who the wrestlers are now, I'm probably going to refer to the older names. Don't tell yourself short. Like, throughout yeah. our partnership in radio, you would recognize names like Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. And, you know, whenever these names would come up, I'd be like, wow, kilala mo sila. Ako pa yung nagugulat. So, on like, a very you know. casual level, though, I wish I could tell you their storylines. I wish I could tell you like, who the rivals are and all that. But unfortunately, it stopped there. You know who they are, and to me, that that's uh, more than I could have asked for. Migs, I'm so excited to hear about your personal experiences covering the 2019 SmackDown Tour here in Manila. But before we get to that, we got to let our listeners know that they can help support the podcast through your online shopping. That's right. Everything you need, hashtag NASA Lazada, and Ro loves to say it during our weekly live streams because, well, it's true. And you can help support the podcast by accessing this URL on your mobile phone. It's podlink.co slash EUL. Again, 
podlink.co slash EUL. Once you click that, it takes you straight to the Lazada app. And then from there, just hit checkout when all of your items have been added to cart. And then a portion of what you spend goes to Podcast Network Asia and the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast to keep the lights on and so we can keep doing what we do best. And that is being the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. So go ahead and use our Lazada affiliate link, podlink.co slash EUL. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off the Record with me, Mix Bustos. Together we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off the Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia. Catch you guys on my show. Mix, you've mentioned covering the 2019 SmackDown tour here in Manila. It featured Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, Charlotte Flair, The New Day. They were all part of that. So who did you get to interview during that media junket? Mm, Charlotte Flair and New Day. Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Um, it was fun. Champion pa si Kofi nun, di ba? Yeah, yeah. Champion pa siya nun. It was fun. The experience back then was like, of course, sports media with us, ANC, ABS Sports, TV5, all the print outlets ang ang galawan doon sa isang ballroom uh, sa saan ba to? Ano bang sa Marco Polo Marco Polo sa Ortigas right behind Strata right so lahat kami naka-setup kami doon um apakware ah, may mga camera naka-setup ng stations kasi mga wrestlers yung iikot Ooh. so i was ang assignment ko noon i was supposed to film or i was supposed to tape like a 5 to 7 minute interview each kasi i-air siya as like can siya as interview eh. Yeah. So yun, masaya siya kasi they were just going around and sometimes you would hear the others sa parang, you know, you know how vibrant New Day is. Yeah. So from the back of they would just shout and then masasagip siya sa audio ko. So parang, oh man, papasak mo tayo. Alam mo yan, Cheska, di ba? So mm-hmm. parang medyo ganun siya. Pero hindi, it was fun all around. It was really, really acceptable. And yeah, it, it, it was just fun and all I could say was, uy, ang galawan pa nun. Oh, sige, tatanong mo kayo Charlotte Flair. Oh, sige, si Charlotte Flair. Uh, of course, anak siya ni Rick Flair. Pero parang ano yata. So, uh, 50-50 kung magtanong ka ng influence ni Rick Flair kasi hindi yata sila okay. Parang ganon. Okay. So, I was like, how am I gonna get, how am I gonna get creative with having reference to his dad without really mentioning him? So, may ganong challenge. So, pinasada lang, ganon lang siya. But, you know, pagkita mo, laki niya eh. Right, yeah. She's a literal Wonder Woman like when she yeah, enters the room, diba? She is, she is. Tapos, syempre, ano, antigas talaga, diba? Wrestler na wrestler. She's the queen. She's the queen. So, yeah. That was, it was, you know, I can't emphasize fun more than enough. And, you know, it was, it was a challenge also at the same time kasi hindi naman, I mean, lapsed fans nga kami. Hmm. So, I had to, you know, you know, really put in the work. Dapat pala tinawagan mo yung friend mong DJ dun sa Strata 2000. Yung Stan si yung pangalan. Wala ka ba nun, Stan? I wasn't there at the event because I was booked to do another event that same day. So, I hated it but money called and I answered. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> sticking with that, sticking with that event mix. Kanino ka nagulat na parang you had this preconceived notion about this wrestler or about their gimmick tapos nung nakausap po na, ah, ganito pala tong wrestler na to. Ah. Uh, uh, you mean personally? Yeah, yeah, like yung parang like how you have seen them on online or on TV then when you met them parang oh wow, this person was not what I expected them to be. Ah, okay. Uh, well, I will just refer to that 
soul experience. Mm. Uh, well, kasi, you know, um, yun nga, Laps fans nga, di ba? So, when you would talk about New Day, yeah. siguro I would refer it to that. Na, oy, yung, siguro back then, yung experience na, or yung knowledge na, ha, yung WWE champion, tag champion din. Parang pwede ba yun? Naglaro yun sa utak ko kasi usually ang mga tag champions classified sila as tag teams. Right. Like LOD, Dudley Boys. Well, sorry for for that reference. No, no, no. Those are great references. <laughs> diba? So, so yun ang ano ko thinking ko. Tapos si Xavier Woods tapos yun pa yung ano nila. Meron akong shoutout nga pala kay Ken Natividad. SP ko yan sa ABS and he's a big wrestling fan so he was hey. with me there he was like feeding me info hindi kasi gantem bro ganyan so like I had the idea na parang ah okay ganun pala sila yung background pala ng New Day before ganito tas nag switch sila ng 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 imaging parang ganun so for me that was kind of new to me that interviewing na ganun na tag champ pero WWE champ yeah it was it was new uh, so SP means segment producer and shout out to all these guys on the crew who help out diba? Lalo mm-hmm. na if you're like a real wrestling fan and you get uh, signed to cover events like that that's a dream come true diba? dream event sticking on the topic of coverage Cheska did you get to cover Batista when he was here in 06? unfortunately no but I did get to interview Xavier Woods because of you Right, right. Okay, so let's let's talk about that experience, man. And um, your your other coverages with wrestlers, kung meron man. Like, what was your mindset heading into coverage like that? Given that, uh, yeah, you have some working knowledge of wrestling, pero lapsed fan karen. Uh, obviously, with any interview, you have to do your research. And thankfully, I had an awesome resource person. His name is Stan C. If you guys want to know anything about wrestling, you should really talk to him. But um, <laughs> and it helped a lot knowing that Xavier was a gamer because right <laughs> that's me. Hey, what's, how you doing? Yes. <laughs> and it he when we did speak with him, he sounded genuinely excited to be talking to people. And that helps because obviously there are some personalities that you come across once in a while. Unfortunately, either they're jet lagged or they're just exhausted or they're just not feeling it that day. And that's completely in their prerogative. It's fine. It just makes it harder to interview them. But that wasn't the case with Xavier. He was so happy. They get so awesome interviewing him. And he ended up following me on Twitter. I think he follows Stan as well or something. Yeah, I don't did, know if he, he still did. follows me to this day, but I, don't, I know he followed me then. I'll you check every month. Wow. Tama ka doon, Cheska. Just to add to that, I think that coverage, the wrestlers flew in like the night before or that day and they would just turn it on. You know, yeah. New Day's energy just was like, woo, woo, woo. So around there, we're on. Sorry, go, go ahead. Rick Flair, Bayon. Who is Rick Flair, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the pictures that make sense to our uh, Facebook group chat. Holy shit, I'm getting tag team championships that he and his wife are holding up. I love it. Yeah. I had and it signed too. I had it signed too by them, by New Day. Yon, solid. Yeah, yeah because they did hold yeah. those very titles. So good one. Mm-hmm. And then um, a picture Karin with Kofi Kingston and WWE champion, champion Pasha. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, you guys have experienced covering wrestlers, getting to know them up close and personal mix. But you got to meet uh, TJP and Jeff Cobb, if I remember correctly, right, uh, back right. when they were here in Manila. So for you, naman, as a sportscaster and then getting to interview these wrestlers, na Phil Am and who've represented the Philippines on, on um, the global stage, what was that experience like? Naman? For me, it was really more of ang galing. 
dahil we're just used to you know Phil Ams in basketball mainly in basketball it's parang wow wrestling so you would think na maraming mga Phil Ams states na nag-pursue ng career na to right and just learning about them and researching about them may kailangan more or less may background kay di ba ng combat sports whether it's judo or wrestling yeah. in college and then it's a, it's it's a career path you know it's a career path na Filipinos are getting you know uh, getting involved with so it was a fun experience knowing them and it was fun that they are so willing to go to the Philippines and just spread the word and you know influence and because they made it eh. TJP diba yeah um i just not so i know familiar lang now on top of my background but you know him serving as an inspiration to the niche diba it's still a niche market here in the philippines so i hope that's right it yeah. grows diba so parang wow it serves an inspiration it cliche as it may sound pero ucha malaking bagay yon to 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 look someone up to you mentioned uh, um, people like TJP and Jeff Cobb did serve as inspirations or have served as inspirations to mga Filipino wrestlers. And let's talk about that because uh, Cheska, your cousin, and our friend Veronica mm-hmm. Litton is one of the founders of Manila Wrestling mm-hmm. Federation or MWF. And you have firsthand experience of getting in the ring with MWF because of a promotional um, video that you shot for yeah. Netflix Philippines. So let's get into that. Oh man, I wish I wish that aired. That was so fun, and I don't think it ever came out. But we we did the shoot because uh, they asked me to conceptualize something for Netflix Philippines, and it was about me being such an obsessive Netflix fan that I thought I was actually part of the shows. And one of the shows that I loved watching at the time was Glow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I spoke to Veronica, and she graciously allowed me to shoot. Um, a few scenes with uh, MWF where they were teaching me how to wrestle properly, like jumping off the ropes or like actually doing like a front roll or random things like that. And some of the things they taught me, like the rolling part, I had actually learned that uh, when I was still in gymnastics when I was younger. Mm -hmm. It was kind of a refresher course. Um, But the jumping with the rope (laughs) Advanced in, eh? I think Ro can speak better to uh, jumping off the top rope, lalo na at that boxing yeah, ring in Makati it's, Cinema it's really, Square. It's really yeah. advanced. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, obviously, there were a lot of camera tricks and everything, so it, it just made me look a lot better than I actually <laughs> was. Um, but other than that, it was so fun meeting all these uh, different personas. Everyone was in their costumes, everyone was in their outfits, and every, I think it was just... I had absolutely like I knew that my cousin had a wrestling company going on. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know that it was that intense. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking in there and seeing everyone all dressed up, and I could see how happy they were being able to do what they love in front of the camera and just teaching me how to do things. And it may I I'm betting if I were at least 20 years younger, I would have gotten into it like nonstop. But <laughs> if I remember correctly, your husband Tyke was also part of that shoot, deba. Right? Yes. So did he also get in the ring? Did he also try to do the bumps and no. the rolls? No, his role was basically the the Kawawa husband who had a delusional wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Um, as a as a sobering and uh, sort of sad note, that area where you shot in is now currently an SSS office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, since 2018, I think. Yeah, so they, they tore down that arena sa Makati Cinema Square where the very first Philippine pro wrestling matches of the 2010s era happened. It's now an SSS satellite office. Saan banda yun? Saan banda dun? Sa Makati Cinema Square? Sa taas. Sa taas. Sa taas mismo? May mga oh. ukay-ukay tapos may uh, boxing gym doon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah, I know. The boxing ring nagsimula, there bro. in the middle, that's where Philippine wrestling as we know it now started. Aww. Kami nagsimula, bro, yung dressing room namin nun, parang yung aparador ni Harry Potter sa liit. <laughs> we never get tired of telling that story. But, um, going back, ikaw naman, Migs, I know that you also had your um, your first-hand experience of trying out wrestling, diba? When you trained with PWR for that segment on your show. So, what was that like? Uh, it was fun kasi, you know, it was so vibrant. Uh, I know that this the weekly training, eh. Yeah. of all the wrestlers of the roster sa isang gym sa Bigutan. We went there on a Sunday uh, because uh, the guys were training that day. I did the roles. Sa, sa roles pa lang, okay na ako. <laughs> Sakit. <laughs> More on going on the ropes then. I, I just couldn't really remember. Alam ko lang, different ta- yung elevation of roles. May, may parang maliit na role, may malaking role. Yes. Going on the rope, yun lang. Kasi if meron pa akong ginawang ginawang medyo mas mas more than simple, maaalala ko yung sakit ng katawan ko the next day. So sakto lang naman, sakto lang. <laughs> yeah. Ito, so uh, sobering status update ulit. Yung gym na yun nagsara na. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dahil sa pandemic. So, uh, well. Yeah. Well. RIP. F for respect. So before we get to some misconceptions about wrestling with Migs and Cheska and they turn the tables on us on our very own podcast, let me tell you about another way you can keep supporting WWP. And that is through your online shopping. Now, if you're on Shopee and you're about to hit checkout, please click on our affiliate link first, tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. Again, tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. It takes you straight to the app or to the site. And then from there, just click checkout and complete your order. And a portion of what you spend goes to Podcast Network Asia and the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast so we can keep doing what we do best as the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. So once again, our Shopee affiliate link is tinyurl.com slash WWPXShopee. And now, a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Now, hold on just a minute, player. That's a Teddy Long reference for you. If you're probably wondering how a few wrestling fans who put together a podcast for their love of wrestling have been able to collab with brands here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, well, the answer is simple. We use Podmetrics. So if you have a podcast, no matter what the size is, you can sign up now at podmetrics.co. That's P-O-D-M-E-T-R-I-C-S dot C-O. And use our referral code, Wrestling2XPod. All caps, one word. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G, the number two, the letter X, and the letters P-O-D. Again, Wrestling2XPod, all caps, one word. And hey, it's a great way to show support for the show as well. Now, if you're an advertiser and you want to collab with us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, who are we to say no? You can head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form. Again, that's Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. 
as we get to the second half of the um, our, our conversation with Migs and Cheska, let's try to break down some misconceptions. Because, mga wrestling fans, you always come into it, you come in with fresh eyes, and then as you get older, kung naging casual ka or naging lapsed fan ka, you start developing these misconceptions. So let's try to break down at least five of these misconceptions from our guests from off the record. And then kami ni Ro, since um, we're the super fans, we're the ones who got in the industry in some form, we'll try to break it down um, as best as we can. So let's start with uh, the first one on your list. Mings, you wanna take this one first? Okay. Uh, ano ba yung first one sa list? Ah, well, siguro, ano ba, ano ba, yung, ano ba yung nasa list ko? Nakalimutan ko na. Um, ah, okay. Misconceptions. Yes, okay. The story is, you know, it, you know it's predicted. Diba? Pero, it, pero the moves are fake also. So hindi ibig sabihin parang what I'm trying to say is kung scripted yung storya, yung risk or yung actual sakit ng katawan ng mga wrestlers yeah. scripted din or fake din. Yeah. Wait, do you mean na hindi na sasaktan yung wrestlers? Is that what yeah. you're oh, oh, So yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. people think na just because the stories are fake, what happens inside the ring is fake as well. Uh, what happens inside the ring is choreographed. Tapos, uh, it's learned in to make sure that when you execute moves, they don't hurt as much as it would in a real fight. So the moves aren't fake. Uh, I think you guys felt this for yourselves then when you stepped in the ring, diba? So yun, uh, it's not fake. The moves aren't fake. Uh, they land the 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 landings are real. The bumps are real. And they just don't try to hurt as much as it should, like in a real fight. Yeah, okay. one of my favorite answers to this is you can't fake gravity. So, yeah. ba, pag ka off uh, the top rope or like the cell, ba, gravity will have an effect on your body. Tapos yung ba, man versus steel, steel always wins. <laughs> pag tinaman ka na steel chair, masakit talaga yun, kahit saan katamaan. So, may, may question ako, may question ako. With, with regards to that, you know, wrestlers, mankind, you know, they jump from cells, oh my steel God. cage, yep. hardy boys, tables. Pa- pa- paano nalang ginagawa yun? Kasi, pare, isang ro- one inch lang mamamatay ka dun, ha? Yeah. How do they do that to perfection? You just try not to land on your head. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. Um, yung... Tables are kind of breaking the fall. Like when you saw mankind drop from the top of the cell, he was actually dropping to the table, diba? So you announce tables at the ring. So that doesn't hurt as much as if you just, you know, jump to the to the floor. So yun yung uh, way to not really die from doing that. Yeah. But wow. like mankind, for example, my injuries din siya talaga. Like his teeth came out. He had teeth stuck up his nose. Uh, kita in sa mga iconic pictures from that match against the Undertaker. So inga, going back to yung injuries being real, de ba? Real pa rin yung injuries na yon. Tam taks pa. Oh, oh my chokes lang tapos yeah. ano tam through the ring. Ugh. Right. So there. Uh, so yeah, what's next on the list? Next, you have a list. Yeah. <laughs> it's on Facebook <laughs> Messenger. <laughs> Let's let's go through Mix's list. <laughs> <laughs> Stan asked for the list. I was like, "Sige, ka, tingnan ko nga." Ah, uh, hindi siguro na, nasagot ta to. Resters don't get hurt. Ah, uh, yeah. Just yeah. You, you mentioned, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ayun, pag magkaaway sa ring, magkaaway in real life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Galing kasi showmanship, 'di ba? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pwedeng magkaaway in real life but out of respect for professionalism in the business. 
uh, you guys will have to usually agree to ano, to not hurt the other guy as much as you want. <laughs> Parang uh, you kind of have to stay within the rules, uh, the unwritten rule of wrestling. Na you have to protect your opponent. So, because uh, if you try to if you try to hurt the other guy for real, people will tell you or people will brand you unprofessional. So, may dalawang example kami dyan. Yung first is WrestleMania 14, main event nun, Shawn Michaels versus Steve Austin, diba? Tapos yes, si Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson yung ref. Yeah. So, dapat nun, matatalo si Shawn Michaels nung WWE Championship to Stone Cold. Yun yung crowning moment ni Stone Cold, eh. Yeah. Nung time na yun, in real life, si Shawn Michaels medyo coops siya nun. Tapos, parang natatakot sila legit backstage na, hala, baka hindi siya magpatalo kay Stone Cold. And the company needed Stone Cold to win kasi nga siya nang ipupush nila nun as the next big star. So si Undertaker, yung papel niya ever since is to be yung enforcer ni Vince sa locker room. So pag may kailangang disiplinahin, si Undertaker yung pumapapel. So kinwento niya in his uh, podcast with Stone Cold nung 2020 na he was ready to go out and beat some sense into Shawn Michaels kung hindi nagpatalo si Shawn. <laughs> in the middle of the match. Uh, yeah, like whatever happened, kung kunwari nagkaleche-leche yung planning nila, Undertaker was gonna make it right no matter what. So that's one example. Another example naman, uh, tanong mo Migs, diba, if uh, kung mag-aaway sa story, mag-aaway din ba in real life? Um, in 2005, si Matt Hardy, Lita, and Edge were in a love triangle storyline, which was based on real life events. Kasi si Matt Hardy and Lita yung talagang mag and then Lita cheated on Matt Hardy and got with Edge. So yeah. totoong nangyari yun. And then, if uh, if you don't remember what happened next, uh, Matt Hardy got fired shortly after WrestleMania 21. Lita and Edge were together. Tapos nalaman ng internet, and the internet clamored for Matt Hardy to get rehired by WWE. So they rehired him, and then yung kalaban niya pagbalik niya si Edge. And their entire storyline was built around their real life drama. Yeah, by that point, naman kasi Edge and Lita were kind of uh, ashamed of what they did, and were kind of embarrassed that Matt had to get fired. So, syempre, I think whatever real life beef there was was only mm. one way, and they tried to make it work because they were professionals. Yeah. Plus, it was the biggest push that Matt Hardy got in his career up to That's that true. point. Also true. Right. 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 Okay. So yeah. Okay. So my next on my list, I have a list. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ito ano to eh, patawa na lang to eh. Sorry, kasi medyo ngayon ko lang nagets yung concept ng misconceptions. Kalako parang anyway. So nung si China, si China nung partner siya ni Triple H, enforcer siya ni Triple H. She was branded as the eighth wonder of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. In lang. <laughs> so so see, China wasn't really just Triple H's enforcer. Like for me, mas actually mas na associate ko siya with Eddie Guerrero. Kasi naging enforcer din siya ni Eddie Guerrero for a while. Or like Eddie parang nag gender swap sila. Si China yung wearing Mama the pants. Sita. She was the Mama Sita and then si Eddie yung parang sunud sunura na lap dog. So I um one of my things right now is I go back and watch old WWE shows and then when I came across the Eddie China era nakakatuwa kasi it was a nice play on gender dynamics diba normally sa wrestling yung lalaki yung ano yung parang mas nakatataas yeah. and then the woman follows him around parang valley like Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth diba pero dito baligtad eh, si China yung eighth wonder of the world diba so she's wearing the pants and then Eddie was really um the lap dog at China's beck and call if I remember it correctly can I just say that was one of my favorite storylines? Hey, okay. Why? <laughs> in WWE. Only because, like, I don't know, the whole Mamacita bit was just adorable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Eddie coming out with like a rose in his mouth. That was, uh, you know, like just seeing, seeing like a quote unquote tough. I'm, I'm like doing gestures, and obviously this is a podcast, so I have to verbalize. Uh, quote unquote <laughs> tough guy being head over heels for obviously not a stereotypical uh, physical statured woman. Right. And show, like, that to me said a lot in the sense that considering how obviously gender stereotypes have thankfully progressed since then, but back then, you know, men had certain ideas of what a woman should look like. And obviously, China didn't fit into that stereotype. But that storyline showed the world that, hey, it doesn't matter if she's not wafer thin. It doesn't matter. Like, this is a strong, powerful woman. And look, there is a man that's head over heels in love with her. Right. So um, I, I, I love that you... Them. I love that you mentioned uh, the role that gender plays in wrestling. And as a fan who was um, really watching during the what we call the TNA era, because the tits and ass, you know, mm-hmm. treatment of of women in wrestling at the time. How did you feel about it as a woman watching wrestling? Now, oftentimes, aside from the rare China appearance or match, you would have these women being trotted out for the bra and panties matches or whatever gimmick yeah, matches I wasn't where they had to strip. About that, to be honest with you. Right. Yeah. That um, makes sense. No. Yes. Totally fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I don't. Obviously, it was marketed towards a male audience. Mm-hmm. I am obviously not part of that audience. I wish uh, I'm. Uh, I haven't seen enough matches recently. I I hope it's at least headed towards a different direction since those days. Yeah, we'd like to think so. Okay. Well, yeah, it's at a point where women's matches are main eventing shows now. Um, WrestleMania mm-hmm. 35, for example, which uh, was the event I attended live in uh, New Jersey, featured Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair in the main event. So that was a groundbreaking uh, um, moment in wrestling history. So yeah, it's it's gotten to a point where women are main eventing mm-hmm. WrestleMania, and okay. that's a, that's a that's good awesome. thing. And it's not because of their appearance; more of the skills that they can bring. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, mix. What's uh, what else is on your list? Actually, yun na yata yun. Pero siguro ako may tanong ako, guys. Siguro yung mental health. Uh, kasi, of course, with like Chris Benoit and what happened to him. You know, all these things. But what goes on through a wrestler's mind? Um, ano ba yan? I don't know kasi. Like, for us, casual fans, they're, they're performing every time. Pero isipin mo nga, no, para sila mga F1 drivers. Weekly. Di ba? Nakalangan, they have to be on. Yeah. Tapos, well, does it, how, how does it take a toll on them? Okay, so okay, uh, I can answer that. Personally, I say, I'm not like your typical wrestler. I'm not like your typical guy either. There was a lot of pressure on me to deliver from myself then. I put a lot of pressure on myself to deliver in the ring. I wanted to be out there and not be bad, you know. I wanted to make sure that the audience and the roster then like my performances. And even though I didn't always get to deliver, I didn't always get to wrestle well, I just got by. But the good thing is when you're out there, sobrang naka exhilarate It's a really fun feeling to be performing out there in front of a crowd. Uh, you kind of get over all of your uh, demons in your head when you're out there. Because the, the waiting is the hardest part, really, before you get on to the show, before you get on to your match or whatever you're going to do in the ring. So... Uh, 
I kind of miss it and I don't miss it because the the mental part of it is really taxing and I don't know how many other wrestlers can say the same but I couldn't imagine doing it then you know every, uh, two or three times a week like WWE wrestlers did and then you have to go out there and sacrifice your body and really just beat yourself up just for the entertainment of fans uh, the, the good feelings can keep you going yeah, I, I think Rose is the better person actually to answer that question because um, he and I have had conversations in uh, both on the podcast and privately about you know the, the role that mental health plays, uh, how you um, get over um, the anxiety of playing that character or you know getting in the ring. Ako, I can only probably speak to it as the you know as, as a manager because that's the role that I played uh, when we were with PWR. Um, I agree with what Rose said. Now the waiting is the hardest part, and I vividly remember na right before your music plays, that's when the pressure's at its highest. Because I self-imposed, don't fuck up, don't fuck up, don't fuck uh-huh. up. And then for me, um, I put extra pressure on myself because I know that I can't make up for it by pulling off this really good move. Whatever I do, you know, in moment ko eh. If I'm on the mic or if I'm there to trip an opponent or to steal the belt or whatever, you know, in moment ko. So if I fuck that up, I will have ruined the match for everybody. Tapos ako yung patalo. So that's where the that, that's yeah. where the anxiety would come from. I just want to yeah. say that real sports are better uh, for me mentally than pro wrestling. Because in real <laughs> sports, I don't have to memorize a routine. I don't have yeah. to memorize uh, what we're doing in the ring for that night, for that afternoon. Uh, I just have to go by instinct and must freeing siya. Ang mga wrestlers ba, para din silang parang method actors? Sorry, I didn't ask. Yeah, no, no. Because, right? It's a misconception, right? Yeah, Sorry. that's a great Jessica. question. That we're all in the broadcasting industry in some way because we end up asking the questions at yeah. some point. <laughs> That's exactly how I wanted the podcast to go. So this is great. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Generally, no. Yung, yung method acting, generally, no. Yeah, but the yeah. most famous example of a method actor in wrestling is Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, because gosh. he was really like that. The way you see him sa TV, uh, he was really like that in real life. So, really? um, Actually, the thing to remember if you're a wrestler is that your character or what we call the gimmick is just that. It's just a gimmick. Uh, it's just yeah. a character you play in front of a crowd, and that's not really real life. So, parang if I were to advise someone uh, in the business or getting into the business, I would say that it's actually a bad idea to method act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I say it's mm-hmm. not real, guys. Yeah. Uh, only the money is real. Oh, I mean, in terms of in terms of being a heel, I. I bet it's so fun. I bet it's fun being a heel because Incredibly obviously you. Fun. Yeah, I know Stan. <laughs> I know you of all people enjoy doing. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, uh, in terms of the persona that you exude once you're in the ring or even outside the ring as your character in wrestling, uh, when you convince people that you are an absolute tool. <laughs> then that means you are doing a great job. Yes. I absolutely Aww. hate it. I hated Vince McMahon. I hated Shane McMahon. I they DX as entertaining as they were <laughs> um, whenever they would do the the expo. Yeah, the crotch shop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but they made it so entertaining. By the way, what is the nose thing you mentioned a while ago when I was talking about Shane earlier? Oh, uh, Triple H has a big nose. 
<laughs> oh, no, not Shin, Triple H. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, there, Triple H. The key, I remember when I was younger, pa, like, people would say, na kaya mayabang yan si Triple H kasi asawa niya si Stephanie McMahon. Alam niya hindi siya matatanggal. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not wrong, actually. And it played a factor, sure. with, yeah, like, in term, but that's why you have the good guys to balance, quote unquote, good guys. To balance them out, but even the good guys still were still like badasses in their own right. Yeah, I think in the current era of wrestling, uh, there's a wink, wink, nudge, nudge understanding among wrestlers and fans. Na parang we know what the jig is, but the jig is up. Mm-hmm. We're all in on it, right? Mm-hmm. But as a performer, I remember pinakanatatakot ako with yung mga lola. Lalo na dito sa Pinas because yung mga lola sila yung talagang they really buy into it and they oh, yes. oh. are the ones who think that it's real. Ay, na whatever, oh. yeah, legit, legit, totoo yan, totoo yan. Diba? <laughs> na whatever character oh, yeah, you yeah, have, yeah, yeah. na yun yeah. ka even after the show. So yung mga lola, yung mga bata, uh, yung mga um, tita, yeah, yung mga tita, and some kids who are who have developmental issues. Because diba, like during meet and greets, they'll really take it against you kasi diba, parang for them it's not as easy to grasp na parang this is a performance this is a show so sometimes yung companion nila will have to gently explain to them na, oh you know he's not really like that ganyan ganyan so may ganun and the odd unstable person in the crowd because meron pa odd unstable person there na ma- legit matatakot ka kung may sinabi kang mali so I'll give you an example um, the last ever show Ro and I performed that was a month after Kobe Bryant had passed away hmm. and I got on the mic and I basically made fun of Kobe Bryant. I said, na, you know, um, all of us were so were upstanding citizens. None of us had been accused of sexual assault. And that unlike Kobe Bryant, we will not go down in flames. Oh, blasphemous! <laughs> what? So I oh, said God that you. in the ring. And that was the loudest, <laughs> loudest reaction I'd ever received. And I legit Galing. felt for a split second Galing. that people would kill me afterward. Because even the locker room, they were like, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah. But but you had to do it, right? Because of your character. Yeah. Yeah. Galing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know what I realized? You but I just hit me. Nung nakanod ako ng wrestling live here, you know, alam niyo guys, legit ta, I was cheering. I was like, whoa, the body slams off the top rope, and totoo si house show lang to, diba? And they don't yeah. really have to risk their their performance compared to like. You know, a pay-per-view TV. or a yeah. TV or a Raw or a SmackDown. Pero gets ko na kung bakit ang last pa rin ng fandom sa States. Because when you watch it live, as in, sorry for the word, as in, mapapatangin na ka talaga. Mapapa- All right. Whoa. Don't apologize, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> di ba? Lupit. Lupit kasi talaga. Because, you know, um, maybe as a wrestling fan, you can kind of predict who will win. But you won't know until you, you hear the pin. Or you hear the submission, or you you hear the bell. But as long as that goes, ma ma accelerate kay adrenaline rush eh. because lahat ng fall, lahat ng moves, parang wow. Tapos yung yung rinig sa ring, di ba parang ma accelerate ka talaga. So for me, that moment, uh, the the moment in 2019, you know, sulit talaga siya, you know, you know for 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 everybody. It it just hit me. Just, Would you say in a favorite yeah, moment Mayon Mix as a wrestling fan? Uh, I, w- I got to watch twice. Uh, I got to watch 2007 yata. 06. Uh, 06, 06. 06, correct. Um, Triple H. Raw. Uh-huh. Raw, Raw. February Tapos, 25, 2006. Yeah, I remember. No speed seats ako nun eh. So, I would have my 66-60 
Nokia 6660. Oh, yun yung phone ko noon. Phone ko 6660 tapos zoom ko pa noon tapos yung joystick na po. Uy, asigo resting oh. Na-upload ko sa multiply ko after. Ay, the artist may DJ kami ata kami ni upload ko sa multiply after. Tapos yung next ano 2019 nung nakanood ako. So, my favorite was all the moves. Parang wow. Parang galing. Tapos parang solid. Hindi lang masasabi ko sin solid. How about you, Cheska? What's your favorite moment ever as a wrestling fan? I already mentioned this earlier when Stone Cold ran out to save The Rock and threw him a can of beer. Hey, but yeah. I don't think I've seen anything else that made me scream so hard in all the years that I had watched wrestling. And I've heard you scream. I've heard that till it. So yes, I, I can imagine it in my head already. <laughs> in, in, terms in, of, in terms of wrestling moments, ako talaga siguro my favorite would be the Iron Man match. 1996. I would, I would replay that over and over. Right. That, Brett and Stone Cold. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brett and Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Hey, sorry. Brett yeah. and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Clearly, not, not my ear. <laughs> 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 well, you know, I, I just got to say, I really had fun. And I hope, Ro, you did too. I, yeah. I, I had fun having uh, this this conversation with you guys, exploring your fandoms. And it, it's really interesting seeing uh, your your perspective as lapsed fans getting to talk about your mga misconceptions, your questions even about the industry. Because coming row when we get on the podcast, parang we're on the same level of fandom. So we kind of know what to expect out of each other. But when we heard your uh, points of view, it's very refreshing for us. So I hope that you guys were also able to have fun during this uh, this interview. Yeah, it, I I never thought I would end up talking about wrestling on a podcast. So thanks. <laughs> I I hope we got to contribute somehow. Yes, you did. To the conversation. <laughs> yeah. So ano pala, you know, talking about it. Kala ko nakalimutan ko na lahat ng mga wrestling memories. Yeah. Parang pero yung pala you can just you know refreshing then ako for me. Yeah, it's like fun. Celine Dion. It's yeah. all coming back to you now. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you don't even know that. Just kidding. <laughs> so, Migs, Cheska, uh, where can our listeners catch you guys talking about Philippine sports? And uh, let them know where they can follow you as well. Uh, of course, we have Off the Record with Mix and Cheska. That is every Monday at 8 p.m. And you can catch that on the Off the Record Facebook page. And it also uh, streams simultaneously on Migs's uh public Facebook page and on the Checklit PH Facebook page. And of course, if you can't catch us live, we are also on Spotify for our podcast. Yeah, so yun lang din. Uh, besides that, I also have my YouTube page. I also do some interviews also there and upload some blogs. So that's uh, youtube.com slash mixbusos. And please do follow our socials. Mine is Facebook. Instagram mixbusos nag-deactivate na muna ako ng Twitter kasi masyado ng toxic. <laughs> masyado ng toxic so Facebook, Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. Yon, yon. What? Yes. But no, not not me not me dancing, ah. not oh, me dancing. Man. Uploading sports content yeah, on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. So basta lang ng mixbusos. Yeah. Puting malinaw. Mixbusos. Yes, yes. How about you, Cheska? Are you on TikTok? No, I am not. Sadly. <laughs> but I am on Twitter and Instagram. It is at Checklit. And also, uh, every Tuesday at 6, we have a voters education live stream. So we, we are basically just encouraging people to register to vote for the 2022 election. Yes, I'm registered. I'm registered and I will Yay. vote in 2022. Plug ko lang din pala. I have a show also on Kumu. Uh, started April 9th. It's called Game Set Match on FYE. So please do catch that show. It's also sports, but on Kumu. Fridays, 7.30 p.m. 
Solid. Love it. Uh, you know, just to let everybody know the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast is also on TikTok. Hindi rin kami sumasayaw. Oh my goodness. <laughs> pero wrestling-based yung content namin. And we tell people, uh, pretty much have these conversations that we're having right now on the podcast. So, uh, Migs, Cheska, thank you so much for joining us here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We're so happy that we finally made this happen and that you guys were able to make time for us. And we hope that you guys stay safe. And uh, we can't wait that we get to see each other all in person again when all of this blows over. Thank you, Thank you so, so much, much for having us. Thank this you was guys. fun. It was fun. Thank you. Thank you, Ro. Thank you, Stan. Thank you. Thank you so much once again to Mix Bustos and Cheska Litankalao for joining us on this special audio-only episode of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Make sure you follow them off the record with Mix and Cheska. They're on Spotify and so are we. Every follow counts, so please tell your friends or do it yourself if you haven't yet. Please follow us on Spotify It's the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. We're not hard to miss. And if you want to keep supporting the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, you can be part of our special WWP patron community over at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. For as low as $5 a month or about a little under 250 pesos, you get to be part of our special Discord community where we have our live watch parties or our primetime watch parties of big pay-per-view events. So, yung malakena coming up is WrestleMania Backlash. We're not as excited for it, but because you're going to be a part of it, then we'll find a way to get everybody riled up for that triple threat main event between Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Braun Strowman. That's also where we drop our early access clips for these audio-only episodes so they actually get a sneak peek over at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast along with the other goodies we give away like our WWP face masks and other merch that are still to come. So go ahead and support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast by being a WWP patron today at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Before we get out of here, let me remind you that you still have time to be part of week number three of hashtag WWP 7 years and this week we're giving away a Mr. T Wrestlemania 1 Funko Pop from our friends from Kramer Toy Warden and all you have to do to win it is to submit your best Mr. T impression you know his signature catchphrase I pity the fool so all you have to do is to do your best I pity the fool who blank so it could be as simple as I pity the fool who still believes in Ivermectin or I pity the fool who still believes in all the fake news just send it to us no matter what that is okay lang send it to us on Twitter or TikTok at Wrestling2XPod and make sure you use the hashtag WWP7Years now if you're doing it on Facebook or on Instagram please make it public and tag us at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and again use the hashtag WWP 7 years We'll be announcing the winner For this week's promo On Thursday on Kumu At 7pm That's at Wrestling Wrestling Pod Or on Facebook.com Slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast On that note We gotta get out of here You already know where to find the podcast On social media But for us individually You can hit us up At Row is War At Chino Supersized Or at Underscore Stan C That's on Twitter And on Instagram Huge thanks to Babyface producers Nikai and Sola for putting these podcasts together and to the rest of the Podcast Network Asia team for allowing us to keep doing what we do best. And thank you for downloading, subscribing, streaming, sharing, letting people know that the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast exists and following us on platforms like TikTok and on Spotify. On behalf of Ro and Chino, my name is Dan saying thank you very much. Stay safe, stay healthy. Keep your mask on, wash your hands, 
don't take ivermectin please register to vote and support your community pantries because we all just need to get by all right so this is it episode number 407 of wwp in the books wrestling wrestling podcast out peace The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.